question. What do we think Brian Murphy is doing right now? I'm listening to looking this at podcast. Looking, at, <laughs> looking at all of his hats. <laughs> um, just admiring them. Great. Great. Okay, who wants to say the intro? What's the intro? Okay, who wants to make up the intro? <laughs> so, on this podcast, <laughs> we will academically be trying to determine, objectively, was Glee a good show? Spoiler alert, it was not. It was not good! But also maybe maybe wasn't? It was very important. (laughs) That's not the same as good. (laughs) Glee may be gay. (laughs) That is only 70% untrue. (laughs) Yeah. So 30% true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, it's going to take a while to get there. Great. Yeah. We're starting on the first episode. Which we are. So we all watched the first episode recently. We did. Rewatched, to be clear. We've all seen this show. We've all seen this show many, oh, sure. How many, many times. In its completion. I mean, towards the end, I skipped roughly 80% of every episode. That's um, okay. That's because they, um, were boring. it was like four different shows. It was bad. I think I've seen all of them. And if I didn't, there was a period of time in college where Robbie would watch them and then describe them to me over G-Chat. Yeah. I, I, so I would I read the recaps yeah. and, then, and then watch the musical And numbers. we definitely watched the last few episodes. Sure. Like, in full... Yeah, the double gay wedding. The, I was going to say, we're not talking about the double, that's like seven seasons from now. Okay, sorry, we'll start at the beginning. Yeah, so we should probably... Anyway, welcome to Was Glee Good? Right, that's our title. Yes. Title? Title. Our title Name. as well as our thesis question. Our thesis question, right. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Academia. <laughs> okay, so this episode opens, unexpectedly, I had forgotten again, on Cheerios practice, which is what they call their cheerleaders. Right. So this is where I was like, all right, all the marketing for the show was... It was about the Cheerios. Jane Lynch. It was Jane Lynch. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Well, she like, should, remember at the time, that was a strong get for them. Yeah. What had she been in before? All of those Christopher Guest movies. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Area lesbian Jane Lynch. keep <laughs> <laughs> pointing out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. favorite. So yeah. that Somewhere scene basically just establishes that the Cheerios are very good, but that their coach, Jane Lynch... Sue Sylvester, that's her name, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is very mean to them, anyways. Yeah, right, sure. Really Waterboarding an antagonist. joke. Throw a bullhorn. Topical. Yeah. Torture. Um, and then we cut to the parking lot where we introduce the true protagonist of our show. Here's where I wrote my first note, by the way, which is just, I cannot believe that Will is our both our main character and is supposed to be sympathetic. Right. I can't believe he's supposed to be a Spanish teacher. Yeah, Spanish. <laughs> okay, that is one of my notes. I was like, wait, did I know that Will Schuster was a Spanish teacher. Well, okay, so for episodes at a time, he does not interact with any students outside of the Glee Club. Yes. Despite the fact that theoretically he's a full-time Spanish teacher. Spanish teacher. Who speaks Spanish. Well is, enough to teach That is demonstrably false. That is demonstrably false. He do... does have to speak a lot of Spanish in this episode, and it is painful. Yes. And I His would... accent is... Mal. Yeah. It's sure, Matthew Morris is not great at <laughs> Spanish. But this is where, like, was that the joke? Is that on yes. purpose? Because yes. everyone in this episode is bad at sure. everything. Right. Sure, I think it's part of a larger statement they're whole, making like, about Ohio, Ohio. small town, yes. Yes. high school, like... Which they promptly abandon. Within... Not, not promptly. <laughs> okay. to abandon Promptly in my brain where I'm, like, zooming back and forth from right. season one to season six. Okay, so we meet Will Schuster, who his car is kind of falling apart. Yeah, it, I have this, I have this noted. His car is not safe. <laughs> this car is not safe. Um, I was distracted. The first students we meet are Puck, Finn. Puck? Is Puck his name is Puck? Puck? It's Puck. No, it's Puck. Puck. I'm not. <laughs> no, it's, it's 
don't Noah believe Puck, you. Puckerman. Yeah, no, Noah Puck Puckerman. I, just, it sounds wrong. I know it sounds like I'm doing a fun Shakespeare joke. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Kurt Hummel, who um, actually does not change one iota for uh, the ten years of the show. Right, he looks like he's twelve years old, though. He does look he like he's twelve years old. He had not yet gotten back to like what, like twenty five. It, the actor. Sure, they're all 35 years old. Yeah. <laughs> no, one Puck Puckerman is a 45-year-old male. So he gets. So anyways, he um, is being thrown into a dumpster by our other protagonist. <laughs> by good guy Finn and his friends. And we are supposed to know he is a good guy because so Because he Kurt, seems to feel a little bad. Yeah, Kurt is like, this is a Marc Jacobs jacket, don't throw me in the dumpster. And so he takes off the jacket and then allows his friends to throw him in the dumpster. Sure, he's a kind, gentle bully. Yeah. I don't remember he's what order... bully with principles. <laughs> ...things happen in. But either soon after this, or maybe before this, we get Nothing the snippet... Nothing happens before this. Okay. Well, then, right after this, we get the snippet of, like, the old choir teacher played by a famous actor whose name I forget. Oh, my God, yes. Which, again, I had forgotten happened. Yeah. So he is, like, teaching a young, hot male student, and then... Uh, sexually harasses him. Yes. Uh, which is a crime and a moral. Okay, so I was And then we are okay. supposed to feel like bad. Rachel Berry is a bad is a person monster. for reporting for, it. Yes, agreed. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched this episode with someone who was essentially asleep the whole time. <laughs> and when she woke up at the end, she asked me if we were watching an episode of television about sexual assault. Because <laughs> um, I guess that's all she saw. And out of context, yes! And to be clear, no, there is real sexual assault and we will not come back to it. We will never it. come back Except to it. Jest. Except yeah, right, to make a joke about how Rachel Berry wanted to climb the ladder of success and so she correctly reported sexual harassment by a teacher. Right. Anyway. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but I, that, that's like the, the starting plot point because the old choir teacher has to leave and then, oh no, like the Glee Club needs a new... The choir right, and this is how we learn that Will Schuster, more even than Spanish, which he loves so much, <laughs> loves Glee Club. This is like he's been waiting for this. He has been waiting you know, he's tried to murder that teacher before, and it just didn't work, and he just had to wait him out. Um, I also have noted here that, um, so, also, point about small-town Ohio high school is they, like, go to the teacher's lounge, and there's no coffee pot. This is literally, a, like, a, an extended interaction that the coffee has oh, been yeah. taken away for, because of budget Yes, cuts. because the Cheerios got a, um, a dietitian. Yes. So, Jane Lynch brings in lattes, and she says, key to a perfect latte is the temperature of the steamed milk, which is not true. <laughs> I'm upset about how not true. I have no it's, feelings it's, about a perfect it's, latte. It's clearly the espresso. I could not know less about that. I just feel like if you're going to throw away a line like that, just get it right. I you no, I would have said that was we, right. Yeah. We're, we're, no, it's we're the proud fact of you for noticing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, welcome to our podcast. I'm going to use my one. We can cut that. <laughs> Um, okay, so then, yeah, he gets this Glee Club with the deal being that he has to pay for it $60 a month. And it's also making a point about his wife, who is introduced in this episode, who is, like, spending a lot, all I have a money lot to say money. about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, we'll get there when we get there. She get there when we get there. She's an incredible character. Uh, because first, if my notes are in the right order, we do the auditions, right? Yes, that's what I have Yes, yeah, so we meet the other stuff. students. We've met Kurt, we've met Finn, we've met Puck. Um, this, is where we meet, this, is where, this is where we officially meet Rachel, I think. Okay, before she's, like, looking through a door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's, okay, so here's the other note I have. What would Rachel Berry's YouTube be like? I have questions. I want answers. I want answers. <laughs> it would be... I think it would be good. I also think it would be wonderful. She would have many I think fans. in the world of YouTube, Rachel Berry would have, like, really gotten herself out of whatever hole For she was sure. in. sure. I think yeah, she would have yeah, been yeah. okay. Sure. But unfortunately, she's ugly, so... <laughs> She just used MySpace. Um, so I wrote down all of the songs that they auditioned with, because I had forgotten, again, all of them. Um, Mercedes uh, auditions with respect. 
which is very good. The show is an insult to Mercedes. Like later on, we go on, but like, oh no, yeah, I would say that one of the worst things the show does is, is Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah, like literally later in this episode, Will is like, "You're better than any of the kids in there," and it's like, no, she. He says it to to Rachel. You're like, no, Amber like, Riley is here. Amber Riley, incredible performer. Right. She's, powerful. She's and, like, beautiful. She's powerful. She's a great actress. She can sing like nobody's business. She can dance. Like, later how they, is this show not yes. about sexism and racism? <laughs> and later they make, they try to make a puppet where like she doesn't get solos, but they just don't, they don't, they don't they listen they to their own to not get solos. point. Okay, yeah. so she auditions and it's wonderful and like what could have been had this show been about Amber Riley? Sure. Correct. She auditions, um, but, 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 but Kurt auditions with Mr. Cellophane. Yes. Which, which is, is amazing. Yeah, spot well, on. Well, it's not supposed to be a lead character until actual people started watching this show. Right. He was not a character in the original draft of the script. Right, they created the show for or this role he for He auditioned. Oh, okay. And for Artie, I think. Right, yes, for Artie. And Ryan Murphy was like, I I'm going to write you. I'm into you in a totally chill way. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> um, and then created a whole character for him and kicked out like like some nerd character he had written in this script. I have read the yeah, original we, Yeah, script. we've all read the sorry. I have not, script. to be clear. <laughs> uh, um, okay, that's fine. It sounds like you had more to do in high school. That's good. What, <laughs> you, um, what did Artie audition with? He doesn't... Okay, interesting. He does <gasps> not audition. Or at least we don't So he and it. Tina sign up together, which I have they as a note because, because spoiler alert... Both of their disabilities play very different roles in the next few episodes. Yeah, but you never see them apart from each other for the first like, Are they season. Dating? No, no. Are they dating I either? I think that becomes a plot point. Later yeah, that but they are not so dating. Tina does. She Tina auditions with I kissed a girl. I sure. kissed a girl. Which like remember was supposed song to be edgy. The whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> and she's supposed to be like. Thank God it was pre thinking culture. She's supposed to be goth. She has a stutter. Um, she, she auditions with I kissed a girl, and she signs up. For the auditions, writing out her stuff. Right, which doesn't. It's not how that works. It's not crazy. how that works. But uh, although, fine. to be fair, with how that plot point goes, spoiler alert, she's faking the stutter. So maybe, maybe she, she doesn't, doesn't understand how stutters work. <laughs> the character. Maybe it's a good character. She's <laughs> a at this person point, for years. She's at least a teenager. At this she's point, seen in TV. the production of the show, I'm fairly certain everyone assumed the stutter would be real. Yeah, so there's no way this was <laughs> That's a decision uh, later when they realize she wanted to actually uh, not act with us. Right. I would say that this show's headlight is about one episode, so. <laughs> God bless him for trying. Okay, so Artie um, does not audition. Artie does not audition. Or at least we do not see it. Um, what is Rachel Berry audition with? On my own. Oh, that's my also own. like, like a... This is when she's doing her voiceover. When we introduce her voiceover yes. about her MySpace page where all the cheerleaders tell her to kill herself. Oh, right. Which okay. is actually dark. That's it's genuinely dark. dark. So a lot of this show is dark. And her two gay dads. So this is, I think, where I first remembered that this, in the first season, and I think probably at its conception, and definitely in this episode, um, Clean's a little bit a genuinely good show about the darkness of being a high schooler in the suburbs. Sure. And a high schooler who's, like, a little weird. A little weird. You kind of know that you're trapped. Yeah. Um, Circumstances are not, you know, you're doing okay, but, like, definitely there's something about your life that is not going to turn out the way you want it to if you continue down this path. And you're either, like, talented but un- unappreciated, or maybe not talented and stuck here. Yes. Finn later gives a shockingly good speech about this. About how we're all losers. Yes. Which, Which is a little bit of a realistic... Yeah. About how, like, uh, the fo- like of the football team, they're Although not all going to go to the NFL. Although for a boy to be self-aware enough to realize. It's super dark. <laughs> he was very self-aware. His dad left. Yeah. The long guy left his mom. 
We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We're getting okay. very ahead of ourselves. But yeah. I don't know if this is a coherent plot um, summary that we're giving. Okay, so the audition for the Glee Club, and wait, spoiler wait, alert, wait. everyone who auditions for the Glee Club gets in. I have something to say. Okay. I, pretend this is a knife and anyone can hear this. Um, so these are the first musical numbers of the whole show. The right? auditions. Yeah, yeah, the auditions. Yeah, the, this episode is very, like, back-heavy on song. Yes, and it also... Glee... This is, like, the one thing I get maddest about when I talk about Glee has never decided what kind of musical it is. In this episode, all of the sound is diegetic, right? Yes. Like, it comes from yes. within the world. People only perform when they're performing in the story. Right. There's no, like, there's no musical numbers, musical numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. We get a little bit in the Rachel audition where her singing on MySpace turns into her singing the audition. Sure, yeah. but I genuinely believe both of those things happen. But both of those things happen, and it's just like, right, you're, like, merging them. Yeah, yeah. Soon, like episode three, we get our first it's fantasy like sequence. Three. Yes, I distinctly remember noting that like yes. the first time it happened. I think she sings um, that Rihanna song, "Take a Bow," mm-hmm. and she's like she's walking down the hallway. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and um, it's crazy that they just they never decided for the whole, entire length of the show if they just wanted everything to be like you can sing whatever you want, like whenever you want, and you can just have a moment singing, or if you only can sing during performances, right. And I just hate it. I hate it. Well, because then you can't so tell mad. if the other characters can hear. Like sometimes someone In will be no singing, point, and you can yes. hear it, and then sometimes you're, they're, they can't. Like they're like running down. It's the an internal monologue. Yeah, can, yeah. So I agree with you that that yeah. is weird. And, and it again, only gets more confused. The first episode of the show is well thought out. Maybe yeah. Sure, no the first other episode, episode is well thought out. Yes. Well, okay. I would say the show makes some promises. We got tricked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's fine, we were young. I'm looking at my own notes and nothing nothing here is good. Um, oh, okay, so then like everyone gets in, everyone who auditions gets in, there's only six of them or whatever. Yes. They, they do rehearsals with Sit Down and Rock in the Boat. boat. Yes. I would like to make an important note that what Amber Riley is wearing in this scene is criminally insane. It's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Wait, it's hold illegal. on. I wrote it down. Rachel is also wearing gloves with They're the all wearing sleeves, gloves. They're with all... a short sleeve and shirt. Why? Is a that a thing? Over it? Is that a thing? Amber Riley is wearing Mercedes <laughs> an orange jersey over a white t-shirt, gloves, a red bandana, camo cargo pants, and like gold high tops. So I assumed those were just the outfits they were worn to school that day. Yes, but, but what is she wearing? Later, so minutes later, though, when like when Rachel uh, runs out, like Willow oh, goes yeah, to comfort yeah. her and like, just like totally out of your costume. right, he's like you changed out of your costume. To be clear, she just took the gloves off. <laughs> so I still can't tell. Like, were those costumes that he had dug up from an old? I think that was Something the point earlier. The principal like, you have to use all the all the right, but for rehearsal, that. their first rehearsal, he makes Amber Riley wear camo oh, pants and fully change out of her school clothes into like this whole insane outfit. First of all, that seems illegal. Second of all, <laughs> she seems to use better. I, I, you know, it's fine. No, later they comment specifically like her skill when they like doling out skills. It's fashion. Fashion. Yeah. <laughs> and then the the like what she delivers is t-shirts again. So, <laughs> um, also in this scene, we get Rachel saying there's nothing ironic about show choir, which is in, like, every video. And it's a funny line. I'm getting context. that tattoo. Although, although, other possible question you could ask, was that a joke? Or was that just, like, the thesis no, of this I show? No, I think kind of the thesis of this show is that you have to really buy into this shit. Yeah, I think in this episode, Rachel Berry, as performed by Leah Michelle, who is a demon, maybe. Yeah, a monster um, person. <laughs> what? Is a I don't good... think that. I don't know Oh, either. we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but she is... A good a good actress doing a good role of like a high school Ernest, overly ambitious yeah. slightly uh, like doesn't quite have like um, a conscious uh, like high school right. not super self aware we're just repeating right. words now because they don't have a noun uh, she, <laughs> also, she also 
also person. says, um, maybe my favorite thing that's ever been said on Glee, uh, being a part of something special makes you special, which I wrote yes. down in all caps because I did tear up again nine years later. To be clear, I think about that a lot. I think about that a lot. I genuinely believe that. I actually think that is maybe the... The emotional thesis of this show. I think, I think it was. Yes. I think it was supposed to be the emotional Before it goes thesis off the rails. of the show. Yes. Yes. At least for the first two seasons, where it's about them learning to work together. Um, being a part of something special makes you special, right? And like that's yeah. it. That's right. like the sincere emotion. These are kids yeah. who don't have yeah. a lot else going on. They live in the middle of Ohio. But if if they can be a part of this something special, then like and they, they have value special, and self worth. Yeah. Anyway, this this could have been a fine show. It could have been so good. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it was supposed line, to be a movie. Maybe it would have been a good movie. I'm 24 and that made me cry today. So just so you know where I'm at emotionally. Um, also, we skipped it earlier, but Rachel also has a line when they're signing up for auditions and she puts a little star next to her name. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's a metaphor and metaphors are important. Is that what she says? I didn't yes, look at my Yes, notes. she does. Yes. And that's funny. That's funny. This is a funny that's show. Funny. It's funny. There's funny jokes, which is crazy when you think of like... What it becomes. It's not like what you you assume. <laughs> no, yeah, like genuinely, like oh, like that's ah, like oh, uh-huh. I laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah, there, it was. This was not like an ironic, funny show where it's so terrible. This was genuinely funny. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> right, I'll give Ryan Murphy this. Um. Okay. So okay, then okay, he okay, only okay. has these five bum, people, bum. so he has to go to Will. Whatever he's trying to build this glee club, he decides he has to go to the football team to recruit. Because uh, Emma Pillsbury, who we've not talked about. Yes, who has very good hair and outfits. In she's episode. lovely. She's the guidance counselor. She has what I assume is OCD. Yes. And I Sometimes think obsessively get into it later. Yeah, yes. yeah, she has OCD. Um, and that's kind of her personality, which is She's also being fine. repeatedly sexually harassed by the um, football coach slash gym teacher. Yes. Who, um, when she, like, finally, like, says she will not go out with him for sure ever. Even to the flower show. Yeah. He licks his hand and rubs it on her car door. Which she is OCD, and that is cruel. It's that cruel. is mean. It's, it's criminal. Everyone in the show is really mean. Earlier, <laughs> and sexually harassing someone. Yes. Yeah, also Earlier, don't sexually harass anyone. Uh, is this a show about sexual assault? No, it should have been. Yeah. Uh, Finn goes to the principal to be like, I need money or whatever for the kids. Or maybe this is after he has a football Will game. Will does. Will. Well, they're the same. They're the yeah. same age. Um, <laughs> 40-year-old men in high school. And then the, the principal is like, you only have six kids, and one of them's a cripple. Which, that one says about. He doesn't follow up with, oh, He's that's like, deeply um, inappropriate. We don't even zoom in on his face as if to, like, make a show commentary about that. We all just blow by it. We're like, that, that seems fine. Holy Everyone shit. Everyone on the show is evil. Everyone on the show is evil. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so he has to recruit more people because otherwise he, uh, a problem will happen. No sure. one knows what that is. Goes so to the goes football, to the football team and gives maybe the worst presentation I've ever heard. He doesn't. So this is he guy that, like, just says, think about it. Right, he sold this Glee Club to these kids, he sold this Glee Club to the principal by telling him he's always wanted to do this, he's got all this passion, that's actually the heart of the pilot, I wrote for some reason. Um, <laughs> but when he goes to the football club, he just says, we need guys, I put a sign-up sheet up. End of presentation! Yeah, not, not, not great. No, terrible. Not great. He doesn't give them, like, if I'm a football player, I'm for sure not signing up for Glee Club, this presentation sucked. <laughs> right. I'm going Which to join no the orchestra. Does. They, yeah. um, he sign up Gaylord Wiener. That's funny. Penis- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, okay, I like I think, a good penis joke right. as next 12-year-old boy. Looking at um, the waveform of this podcast recording, I can't keep laughing like that. I can't, <laughs> I can't shrink anymore. Oh, it's gone now, but it was just a wall. It was like a, a, a rectangle. Um, sure, so then, then he just overhears Finn singing in the shower, right? Mm-hmm. And Finn is singing here... I can't I, find I, this feeling. Can't, sure. I wouldn't call it 
great. It's not good. It's fun. It's like you go to karaoke with your coworkers, and, and like, then oh, someone gets up there, and you're like, oh, I didn't expect you to, like, oh, you like karaoke too. It's on the key. note I have in here is Corey's voice compared to Leo's is sexism. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I would like to talk about this, actually. Um, repeatedly in this episode, I have a note here, because, like, repeatedly in this episode, people tell us that Corey Monteith can sing. He can't not. I, right, I, he, I get he, it. He can sing. But, like, there's he's a, six feet tall. Sure. But, like, there's, like, a moment where he's singing with the Glee Club and Leah Michelle's character. And we're supposed to be like, like wow, well, these yeah. two people are on the same level. Right, right. And, like, you can't just keep telling you us. You cannot. You have to, we can yeah. Hear this. And it's so good. With, it doesn't make it true if you have more characters yes. say it. And it's so good with Leah Michelle because, like, Leah Michelle's voice is it's good. So it's good. very good. She can do, do it. Right. If I thought this was a commentary about how, like, in high school, like, who would, the most charming white boy is usually elevated to, like, the star of the school no, for no not, reason. It's not aware of this. But is not aware of this, because he's supposed to be, I think, earnestly a good football player, he's supposed to be a good guy, and he's supposed to be this good singer. They did, he's not, I'm sorry. Is yeah. this the part where you have to, like, take a moment and acknowledge that Cormac Teeth is dead, and it's very wow, sad? Wow, we're going to now. Rest <laughs> Teeth, I'm so, we're not, we... Corey We're very Monteith sad died, about this. It sucks. It, yeah, that's a bummer. It's deeply sad. That doesn't mean that before he died, he was a great singer. He was a fine singer. He certainly could sing. He could He's sing. He's very charming. He I had sing. a big crush on him. Yes, Robbie had a huge crush on him. I had a normal-sized crush on him, because like, if I watch a show and you tell me to like a person, sure, you're going I will. To. I'm very obedient that way. He's got like a, a trustworthy face. Well, that, rest un- unpack that assumption. Like, okay, anyway, so go back to the shower where he's doing an okay job. It's sexist that we think he's good at singing. Okay. Um, and then we never address this, do we? Or we do like 10 years later that Will Schuster blackmails him right. into so, joining the Glee Club by crazy. planting weed in his locker and we're oh, we're supposed to be okay with this. Well, right. we're not. Well, we, I, well, well we until are. we are. He does say it's the darkest thing I've ever done, which like... Saying a thing you did is bad does not, in fact, be true. Sure, make should, the like, thing less bad. We should have emotional consequences next episode, if not within this episode. Right. No, it takes them, I believe, six seasons to come around to address Also, this. just to look back for one moment, he gets this weed because he is in the store where his wife works, which we need to get to her. Um, and sheets he, and things. Sheets and things. Funny name. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Uh-huh. Um, and sees the old choir teacher sexual harasser, um... Buying toilet seat covers. Buying toilet seat covers, and then they like have a little conversation. It turns out this guy is selling weed now. Sure, medical marijuana has not was not legal in Ohio. Was not <laughs> at this is time not. or in no twenty sixteen it is. Oh, I googled. So interesting. But this was two thousand nine. Yeah. So what the fuck? He also gives him his little envelope. And the name of it is Chronic Lady. Well, he makes the envelopes himself. So he does his own brand. Of course. He yeah. Does. Which again, if I were going to sell my medical marijuana, I for sure would do the same, so. Also, side note, I refuse to believe that the exact gay man stereotype that he's portraying would buy toilet seat covers. Who buys toilet seat covers? (laughs) Old ladies. I don't think they're actually being sold anymore. I think it's now they're just being handed down (laughs) through generations. What's the point? Look, I don't know. I don't don't understand the point of, like, anything in your bathroom. It's gonna get dirty, right? It's gonna get gross. Okay, you guys need to clean your bathrooms more often, first of all. Sure, but (laughs) I don't don't want something with long fibers. Okay, well, Sandy Myers, honestly, in that case, this is a perfect character note, because that guy's <laughs> creepy as hell. Sure, to be clear, he was harassing covers. a 17-year-old He was harassing guy. a 17-year-old Chiefs and Things employee. Uh, he was previously harassing a 17-year-old Glee Club member. He's not a great guy. Hey, what <laughs> happened to all the other people who used to be in the choir? I assume they died. <laughs> Maybe they heard about their friend's sexual assault and decided not to be in Glee Club anymore, <laughs> which oh makes God. sense. <laughs> Since I first saw the show, I've never thought about that. Before. Wait, there was a choir. Before. It was sustained. Yes. <laughs> Where did they go? Did he kill them? <laughs> yeah, he's 
John Wayne Gacy. We just want to get into my... This is American Horror Story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sandy Ryerson murdered a series of young boys, and I was just like, buying toilet seat covers, like, he's not storing dead bodies in his garage. You know he's got a garage, too. This is Ohio. He's got, like, a mummy. Yeah. Who had the mummy? Like, Dorian Corey. Mm-hmm. What? Did you, you've seen Paris is Burning. Yes, no. No. Okay, well, Dorian Corey was, like, an old drag queen. Uh, and when she died, uh, they found in her apartment... Just a mummified body in a trunk. Oh my god. <laughs> like, in a, like, tiny New York apartment somewhere. That's horrible. And it's crazy. She's the one in all the clips, like, describing, like, the definition of shade that you see the clip of. Right. Like, She's, like, a wonderful genius, but also, it turned out, maybe a murder. Had a mummy. Was a mummy in that room where they were filming her? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Anyways, that's Sandy Ryerson. <laughs> okay, so, Will Schuster uh, sees Sandy Ryerson, learns that he's selling weed. Sandy gives him a free sample. I, okay, fine. Uh, Will Schuster decides to use this to blackmail Finn into joining the Glee Club. By threatening his football scholarship. By threatening his oh, football oh, scholarship. It's okay, high school, to be okay. clear. So Corey Monteith, as we've noted, was fine at his job Fine at his job he acting. sure Fine at his act. job of singing. But, Cannot sing. So in this scene um, where, where Will Schuster is, is blackmailing him, um, he's like, I'll pee in a cup. I'll pee. And then, <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. It was very funny. is very good. <laughs> yeah, I like to think that they just put more at a time and effort into this episode because they like gave him a couple chances to do that and it came out perfectly. Yeah, I think it was great. I'll pee. <laughs> Um, I just have a note here that one of the like little transition acapella numbers is the Austin Powers theme mm-hmm. song. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's weird. Weird. It's <laughs> weird. It's a weird choice. Um, okay, yeah. so... So in the meantime, Will Schuster is fighting with his wife, oh, Terry. Oh, yes. yes. Who is, um, I've written here, hatefully portrayed, but very well portrayed. I think she's funny. I think in a she, show that's oh, darker... Jessalyn Gilsey is genius. She's so funny. In a show right. that where, like, everyone is operating on, like, if in, in like, in a, like, in a rusted development or something. Yeah. In a show where everyone's operating as, like, evil, immoral characters just banging against each other, mm-hmm. which sometimes the show could have been, mm-hmm. she'd be, like, the star. Yes. She'd be fabulous. I also genuinely believe that this is the first time we get that Ryan Murphy, maybe, I've never spoken to him, genuinely hates women. Oh, he sure. doesn't, like... He doesn't like them. So the, the the women who perform and or the women who are going to be love interests, Emma Pillsbury, he treats a little weirdly, but, like, okay, she gets to be cute. Rachel, uh, fine. Mercedes... We'll get into that later. Um, Jocelyn Gilsing, or Terry, I guess, he He, hates her. He enjoys them as entertainment objects, but yeah, she's... Yes, she's portrayed as, like, a shrill, angry woman who's, like, greedy and mean, and we don't even get into her being a liar here. in mean ways, but, like, in a show about, like, as we've discussed, monsters, she's not actually that bad a person. Like, she literally is, like, this, like, former high school cheerleader who's, like, not super happy with her life. Right, she's working in a sheets and thing. Things. Her husband she's is She's greedy and lazy. Right. That's what she is. Right. She's greedy and lazy, but also she's married to this guy who and seems perfect. like maybe is going to be a little fulfilled for the first time probably in many years, and she's yeah. probably frustrated that she doesn't have anything fulfilling in her life, and yeah. she's lashing out. But we don't get time to really investigate that. She's right. just portrayed as a nightmare. Right, like, we at one have point to bring that yells, into it. It's not yes. there. At one point she just yells, it's not a bad thing to want things. Which is right. true. And then, That's sorry, true I had written down. Yes! She, she says she says that, and then she says, you know, it's not a bad thing to want a real life, Will, and to have a glue gun that works. Yeah. Which is, like, Which is also and she delivers them. Yeah. Yes. It's so <laughs> good. Yeah. She should have won a million a awards. Show about, yeah. She also says to him, like, like, 
I'm not the cheerleader anymore and you're not the golden boy. Like, it's not high school anymore. Which is another true statement. It's true. He's trying now, to relive his glee club Is it right days. to yell at your husband who's, like, professionally fulfilled and tell him you want him to be an accountant so you can, like, have more glue guns? No. Right, when you okay. work, like, three days side. a week. Yeah, right. she works, she's on her feet for three days a week, four hours at a time. Right. Yeah, that's so what she's And now she has to make her own dinner. And now so, she has like, to make she her own dinners. <laughs> and one Saturday he wants to go on a field trip without her because, like, whatever. Like, Actually, he does invite her. He asks if she wants to join. He's doing a lovely Job. She did and buy she, three of the same toilet brushes. She did, but yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not. Uh, She's monstrous. Yeah, no, um, but again, she didn't sainting Terry. She didn't frame a teenager for a felony. She did, she not, did not sexually assault a felon. And uh, yet somehow she's portrayed as kind of like the worst teenager. person. She's, she's not called episode. anyone a cripple this whole episode. No, she uses no racial slurs. No. So, although to be fair, her plot does get more evil. As That's later. Yes. yes. Yeah. But, oh yeah, but, but also I, more insane. It's about to take a very fun deep dive. But yeah, anyway, so I just wanted to, you know, sorry Terry, we did you wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so then they go see the other Glee club. That's like their competition. Yes, which is which is fun. That's like the moment where you're like, oh, this show is going to have good musical numbers, yes. not just like little yes. like diddly auditions. So they sing rehab, and it is it's so it's good, an excellent it's arrangement. Yes. Although, just like purely in the world of the show, how any I. I'm sorry, Ohio, but how anywhere in Ohio is there that dense a concentration of students who can do back handsprings and also sing? Okay, so I will say this. I grew up um, in the area of Illinois where one of the producers is from, which is where I think he brought the idea for the show. Uh-huh. Either to Ryan Murphy, they worked on it together. Oh, Whatever. He's from Prospect Heights. Who is? Um, Ian? Oh, the other one. Yeah. The no, one that's not Brad Falchuk. Why do you know? Go on. <laughs> okay, anyway. It was so, a big deal <laughs> In the, the suburbs of Chicago... Glee Club, or what they're calling it, um, show choir. Show choir is what we called it. Was a big deal. There were two. There were actually three show choirs in my high school alone. There were different levels. Same. You toured. You performed. We, we state. Yes, it's not a me. big deal. It. it seems totally legitimate to me that they have twenty young people willing to do back handsprings to read. Sure, I guess maybe like okay. the the level of acrobatics is clearly like these are professional. Twenty-five-year-old. Uh, sure, but I really, I, I'm but, into it. I mean, I stand corrected. I, I apologize. Yeah. No, it's a fair question. Ohio. It is like a dark culture that I think has not otherwise gotten this treatment and <laughs> is bananas. <laughs> it was in. I, I saw. I was very, very briefly in the lowest show choir, the one that anyone can join. You didn't have to audition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I immediately left that school. To be clear. Um, and it was, it was expensive. It was hard. You like toured around. You had to curl your goddamn hair. Well, that's just monstrous. Um, but they. Loved it. Crazy. Yeah. Many of them are now music teachers in that same district. So. Sure. So this, is, so this yeah. is real life. It's real life. Glee is real. Um, I do... She says a thing about... I keep wanting to call him Finn. Will Schuster being a golden boy, but... I That was weird to me, too. When he was in the show choir, <laughs> where they sing, like, disco numbers. <laughs> they, okay, so... Also, what year... When was he in high school? How old like was he? Like the 70s, it must be, because they're singing... Oh, no. No. So in the it's show choir, it's a few... of his old show choir, they're singing That's the Way I Like It. Yeah. Which is the 70s. But I don't think it's contemporary. I think okay, it's supposed to be like okay. doing a number. Because that he's what, like... Old, right? He's getting yeah. older than 35, so it's gotta be He's 35 in 2009. Okay. I can't do math. Late 80s. Late 80s. Late 80s. <laughs> I mean, fair, because my mom was in high school in the 70s, and I think that he's supposed to be younger than my mother. Yeah. Um... Okay, so they they go to see the mm-hmm. Mount Carmel, Carmel High, whatever. Um, Carmel High, <laughs> next to um, Chocolate City. Next Hall. to Chocolate City Hall, um, <laughs> and they realize that they are terrible. They're yeah. really, really terrible. Yeah, Tina says we're doomed, which they are to be clear. Finn immediately gets the shit beat out of him for lying to the football team about what he had to do that day. He told them his mom had had her prostate removed. 
Um, I do love that the implication through every episode of the show is that every student at this high school is an idiot. Or they're being underserved by oh, their public education. For sure, because their public education is underserving them. It is not their fault. They're trying very hard. Their Spanish teacher can't speak Spanish. Like, they're set up for failure. Do we ever get, like, a smart character? Like, a nerd? I think Artie's supposed to be, maybe, but, but he's, he's like a music, he's like a yeah. band person. Um, I guess no, we'll I don't, I don't think, think we, so. like, value female <laughs> your intelligence yeah. and our learning. Everyone's <laughs> gonna be a music major, so it doesn't really matter. Um, what's happening here? Oh, yeah, and then, uh, but Terry tells, says she's pregnant. That's the yeah, that... end, though. Is no, that... so that is when, so, I think it's probably three-quarters oh, of the way through. Commercial break. <laughs> yes, so that's the impetus for the will to decide, finally, that he's ready to quit his job and become an accountant, despite the fact that he loves this glee club. Yeah, but it's that got plus the vocal child. adrenaline, where he's like, oh, this won't happen. Right, he realizes he's got, he's up against a lot, they're not going to show at regionals, because his show choir is terrible. Right. But also, and... somewhere in here, we find out, like, Finn's history, where, like, his mom is, like, a single oh, yeah. mom. Oh, okay, so when Will blackmails him with the weed, it's actually really even more depressing than I had remembered, because he's, like, he's, like, my mom sacrificed, and I don't want to right, disappoint her. Right, I can't blow her. this for her. Yeah. Right, he earnestly does not want to disappoint his mom, because who he loves, his dad died in Iraq, I think. Yes. Um, the first His mom Iraq has had... Which is interesting. Ooh, interesting. His <laughs> mom has had a couple, has had some rough turns, she briefly dated a lawn guy who left her. But, but who Finn has this weird, like... Like, sure, the long guy say journey, and now yes. he likes journey. Yes, um, whoever sure, his dad's a long guy. <laughs> Finn, I don't know the actress who Finn's mom is, but I like her. I've she's always great. liked yeah, her. She says that every now and then. Yeah, I like her. I like when they get married and they sing that song that's bad when they walk up. The, you know, they, yeah, they do ribbon dancing. It's not important. Season but four. But the song <laughs> is that that song that everyone was getting married to for a while. Yeah, it's like I think I'm going to marry Mary, you, but it's not like a one night stand. Bruno Mars, baby, I think I'm going to. Yeah, ribbon dancing. I cried at that episode. <laughs> Can't wait to get there. Um, yeah, it's a dark show. Everyone has a dark past. No one is happy. Everyone is trapped in their own lives. I don't know why we're supposed to As believe that show choir is going to save them, but... Well, she's just saying leave it on Oh, special makes you special. Yeah, and okay, also, so, it, when we first introduced Glee Club, it's like the lady, whose name is Lillian, mm-hmm. um, and her quote is like something... Oh, I wrote it down. Hold on. By its very definition, Glee is about opening yourself up to Oh, joy. I forgot about that. So, How many yeah. people do you think have tattoos of that? Uh, I hope zero. <laughs> 15 to 20, I'd say. That's disappointing. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to do some research. <laughs> uh, okay, so Will decides to leave to become an accountant. Uh, we make no mention of the fact that he, I don't believe, is trained to be an accountant. Sure, this no, certification, yeah. A complicated right? certification, right? right? He's going go to, to take the test, quote-unquote. <laughs> but you do have to get... I was an accounting major. It's very hard. You have to take a lot You're of tests. accounting major? Yes, yeah, going to be an actuary. I was going to be an actuary. It's oh, hard, and I hated it. I was yeah. going to be a speech Not to be rude, but I'm smarter than Will Schuster. <laughs> so, if I can't do it, he definitely cannot, Mr. I don't really speak Spanish. Um, so yeah, he's going to be an accountant. He leaves, he sings leaving on a jet plane. Which sure does happen. Like, it's, yeah, right. it's, it's I think it's an excuse for Matthew Morrison to perform because he came from Broadway, right? Yes, yeah. he was like, he was the original, person. um, Zach, either the Zach Efron or the other one in Hairspray on yes. Broadway. Now, here's the I thing. That. Matthew Morrison is not a horrible singer. No. Right. For he's a song a that is face. appropriate for like an so older really white man to sing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't enjoy looking at his a face. A weird face. He's got about voice, $85 frankly, worth of product in his hair. But he should never wrap. Voice. I, I think just I've don't enjoy it personally. Kick the microphone now like four to five times. Well, well, I kick the table it's well, edit. I bought a stabilizer. You did a good job. It's very fancy. My foot's asleep. I need to move around. Yeah, he performs It's Fine. Um... Meanwhile, the children have rallied. <laughs> As children will do. Sure, that's where they like they go through and they're like, Artie, band, 
Mercedes clothes, right? This is where they're like, oh, okay, yeah. We can so put this together. This is actually important, I feel like. Finn comes back Finn comes to back Greek because yes. Rachel, Rachel talked to him, right? No. Something happens where there's an impetus for him to come back. I think he did get paintball. Okay, okay. Oh, it's a team. toilet thing. It's a toilet thing. So, okay, so the football team puts Artie, who is the kid in a wheelchair, into a porta potty. Yeah. And then they're, they're like, and, and then, like, as an act of reconciliation after they, like, beat Finn up for joining Glee Club, they're like, all right, we're going to come back you up and now we got you this gift. We're, we're going to torture a kid. Yeah. yeah. So, to be clear, we've seen already at least one time in this episode the, like, classic Glee slushy in the face. That seems like a normal, like, mean thing to do. This is deeply cruel. Like, this should torturous. be illegal. I actually believe that if you reported this, it would be like. How would you even think to do this? I don't. He's gonna like break his neck. Yeah, it's not. Get at the very least, he's gonna be covered in feces. Right? He could hurt. Right? He's in a wheelchair. We don't he know. He can't get out. Yeah, it's not great. Wait, he can't get himself out. Maybe necessarily. We don't know. Um, yeah, it's not great. It's, it's like extraordinarily it's both truly cruel. dangerous. It is odd cruel. that these uh, many of the kids on this football team we are later supposed to feel sympathetic toward sure. and really love crumbs of love sure. as if this never happened. Much like how like on Gossip Girl like. Chuck tries to rape Chuck tries someone, to rape a couple then, people like, in the first episode. Like, <laughs> they make a conscious choice yeah. to just like whatever. Anyway, I guess we don't forget any our girls. Omg, it's true. If you can say nothing else about Glee, you're never asked to sympathize with a rapist. Okay, Sexual let's actually. I have yes. not rewatched every episode recently, so maybe let's I don't think they ever did a rape plot. plot. They never did a rape plot. They had a truly Which insane honestly, school shooting episode. That <laughs> I like, thank God they did not do... Like, I don't I don't think that, like, well, it would not issues have, of consent would have, would have been well handled by no. Glee. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, Ryan Murphy's never spoken to a woman. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so... We'll, uh Yeah, so Finn is oh, a change of heart. I have a whole paragraph in my notes about... Okay, so like I said, said they go and, like, do skills, right? And then, like, Artie, you're in the jazz band. You have pulled Wait, them, right? Okay, but to be clear, they don't do that. Finn does. Oh, he yeah, shows Finn up and, that. like, they're just rudderless. But then yeah. Finn shows up. Hold oh, wait, so, okay, yeah, but yeah, he gives a speech. Back. So he, uh, they wanted to dump, they wanted to tip the porta potty. And he's like, he realizes no, that one that's horrible, that maybe the, like, life he's been leading is not one that he wants to lead forever and he kind of wants to follow his passion. I don't know why that's what we get out of this and not that Artie needs to be immediately... Maybe sent somewhere else where he's not going to be tortured. Right. Um, and yeah, so Finn decides to go back to the Glee Club. I think because of a double combination of that and Rachel like approaching him in his locker, being like, she says something like, "You're really good." Or I something. fast forward. Through. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I've seen this episode like 15 times. In fairness, I watched it and do not remember. Yeah. Oh, we also we skipped over this, but we met Quinn at some point. Oh yeah. Because it's, yeah, I mean, Rachel it, uh, says that you know everyone assumes we're going to become a couple. God bless her brain. Um, and he's like, ah, he kind of very sadly goes, I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 who is president of the Salomon Club. Club. Club? Which like Glee has never it abandons us very quickly, and it no, it doesn't. Well, it kind of does. It comes back to it. It comes back to, and then it, but it never like treats it seriously as part of Quinn's character. No, it's just a one-off thing. Well, but then later on, spoiler alert, she's pregnant. And, and, yes. and it's a whole thing because oh, I forgot about it. that. And they also bring celibacy club up again, like seasons later. With yeah, him. and that's the weird note where like suddenly Quinn is sincere. Right, Quinn is sincere about it. Suddenly, it's when um like Brittany decides she doesn't want to be having sex anymore. God bless her. I, Which you should be allowed to do. Yeah, whatever, yeah, they're all whatever. high school students. No one in high school no. should be having sex. That's <laughs> my hot take. Uh, just not all teens should be celibate. <laughs> um. Please take that from me. Teens listening to this podcast don't have sex. Yeah. Wait until uh, you're older. It is more fun then. It, yeah. It's, really, it is. Um, so, yeah. So, he decides to come back. Um, 
because he's realized his life is a sham, I guess. I don't know. He comes back to this glee club that he thinks will give his life meaning and immediately takes charge. Yes. And they all act... Okay, so before Mercedes, who was like, I'm not singing backup. Fair. She should sing lead. God bless her. And who was like yelling at Rachel for getting bossy. They're just now all like, yeah, of course, this makes sense. You, this guy you tell us what to do. Who has no experience in this, did not actively sign up for it. And kind has of really no skills to it. Has yeah. no skills. Cannot, cannot dance. No. Which has to be a plot point later because they cannot teach Cory Monteith how to dance. Rest <laughs> in peace. <laughs> love so much. Um, but he assigns, like, I, I don't think he even assigns anything to Rachel. I think she's just there. He's just like, we're just going to no, We're going to sing. Yeah. Us. He also doesn't assign anything to, name I forget. Tina? Yeah, Tina. No, Artie, Artie is what assigned. I want to talk oh about. Okay. Artie gets assigned jazz bands. Right, so Artie's a member of jazz band. He gets to pull in the band because all of the music needs to come from the thing. Right. Here's the thing. That means that the, the human people in the band are supposed to be human people who are characters. Who are actual students And they knows. are, throughout the show, same consistently people, yeah. the same actors. Yeah. They do not, except for a few gags of the piano player in, like, season six, speak. And maybe they didn't want to give them the tag cards. Yeah, here's the um, thing. No, but throughout the damn fucking entire show they will it's the pull, same guys yeah it's the same guys and they will pull in yeah i remember tracking one guy's haircut um, yeah. they will pull in He's like cute. new characters from random places when they're like oh but we need never the- never <laughs> once do they look at the people who have been in the room for every fucking rehearsal i think brad and treat them the like player, human people the piano player gets a name like four seasons in it's brad we it's never brad. talk to him no he has like two joke lines yeah but, like, the fucking guitar guy with the haircut is yeah. band- he's clearly a, boy. a student at this well, school where crazy things keep happening. But he does not graduate with the rest of real life just a, a guitar player and so he, like, couldn't act. Not well, then why would you, why would you fucking <laughs> keep the... Just drove me... This is another thing with the musical thing, right? Where, like, in later seasons when they're in rehearsals and it's like... So the sound is supposed to be coming from here, but there's clearly more... It's more produced than the band could really do. Why do you even have shots of the band? If you're not gonna, like, why are you even reminding us that there are other people in this room who are watching everything happen? And do not get to engage. And them. they don't respond. They're watching like people like announce that they're pregnant and like, claim other people they are cheating. They're cry, watching all of they it. kiss. At least one person proposes in that room. Yes. At least. I believe it's seven or eight times. They have like a wake. When Cory Monty Yes! Dies. Oh my god! And they're That's not crying insane. or anything? They don't get their moment to say goodbye? No. It's the most insane choice <laughs> the show makes. It drives me more crazy than the trouble tones. Where did all... <laughs> Guys, when we get to this episode, I am going to pull for you a voicemail Robbie left me in the year 2010 that, ex- that reads, full voicemail, where are all the other trouble tones? Uh, I might be misquoting it. Remember, okay, so the Glee Club splits up because all the women get mad about something. Oh my god, Santa yes, starts yes. trouble tones. I have so many questions because, okay, like, in this episode, they're like, who can we get for Glee Club? There's only yeah. six of us. But then, yes. like, all of a sudden, when they decide they need to all leave This is Glee the Club, voicemail, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> six years ago. It is a plot point later in the season that you need 12 people <laughs> and to repeat. Yes. yes, which they have to, like, stretch and reach to find these Yeah, this 12. is where they pull in random but characters. when they want to start the second Glee Club later, suddenly there are, like, 15 spare people who I assume just hate Will Schuster and refuse to join his Glee Club. <laughs> sure, but also, again, are not allowed to everyone one has to make for I have a theory that Will Schuster is widely hated in the school among everyone who isn't in the Glee Club. Like, it's one of those things where when you start as a freshman, a senior quickly fills you in, like, and that's Will Schuster, he's an idiot. Um, hope you don't get him for Spanish. JK or history later. Okay, he's the only. He's actually the only teacher at this school. It's just him and Jane Lynch and Emma Pillsbury, um, the football coach who also teaches, I'm sure, math. Oh yeah, I can't believe they have a guidance counselor, but like they can't like pay for like coffee. coffee right? Do we get any pamphlets in this episode? No, because no. that was also a genuinely a funny bad. part of the show. Yes. Okay, so just to wrap up the plot, uh, <laughs> we have not done. 
Finn comes back, he gets the Glee Club in motion, and they perform right as well as leaving. He stops by the auditorium, and he catches them performing Don't Stop Believing, and it is... Great. Moving as hell. It's, it's so good. good. Like I just if you've never so watched good. the Glee pilot, this is the moment that I think makes just the pilot truly yeah. worth it. The other like it's it's a good pilot. Oh, so you I, see I how it became You could watch Don't Stop Believing just by itself, but I would recommend watching the entire thing because it is partly an emotional catharsis. And it's it's the yeah, it's take it's it takes place on the high school auditorium stage, so it's just black backlit, it's just like five kids, clearly nerds, clearly misfits. Singing their hearts out, and they're so oh good. My God. And it's so much better their than Journey. Why you together, realize it, it really they make is. it a good song. They make it's it better song. than the Journey. It's really it's so emotional. It's genuinely, good. you see how like Will this, Schuster cries, I cry. <laughs> this airs on television. Everyone becomes obsessed with it. And right. Yes. It on iTunes. Yes. This like, is it what totally it makes a thing sense for me. Like, I which we should get into how much money the show made on iTunes. Probably a lot. Right, that's some, like that took precedence over every other part of the show. I it, feel to its detriment. Yeah, when they started, where they're like, that, "Oh, yeah, we just need to do a song; people yeah. will buy." Yeah, um, but it, yeah, but I don't think that was their intention here. They genuinely no. just produced an incredible version of "Don't Stop Believing." Yes. I think this is the first one where you kind of like this is better than the original. There are some in the episodes of the show where that's the case. This was the first time that happened to me. Yeah, agree. Like when I go back to listen to "Don't Stop Believing," I secretly just want to listen to this version. Oh yeah, fuck. Journey. Journey. Uh, yeah, so then they, they do this, and Will Schuster's like, okay, I'm staying. Yes. It's and so it, right, it's so good that he gives up his, uh, I guess, not dream, but intention to become an attorney to support his, uh, accountant. Attorney, accountant. To support his child. Is, is being an accountant, like, does it I pay more so. than teachers? Okay. It probably yeah, pays more than a public school. <laughs> right, this school doesn't have money for coffee, they're definitely not paying him. He has to pay to run the Glee Club. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's true. If nothing else, perhaps he will not run a loss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, it, it, you know, that's it, I think. Yeah, it cuts on, it closes on a really tight close-up of uh, Matthew Morrison's face that feels like it was shot on, like, a different day of him going, from the top, and I hated that, but in general, it's a good note. I just no, he gives shot. him a whole bunch of notes. He's like, watch your, oh, I wrote this down because it pissed me off. He says, okay, guys, it's a nine, let's make it a ten. Rachel, watch your, like, threes, or some music term I don't understand. Okay, it was clearly a ten. It was a ten. And then it ends with from the Okay, I have a fact from the That's why it feels like a different shot, because all that feels like it was filmed in the same day. It was. And then they're like, wait, this doesn't actually end. (laughs) So then they're like, Will Schuster, or fucking real, real person name, get in here. Guys, I have a critical fact from the Glee Wikipedia page, which is that um, the music of Glee between the time of the pilot, which I think was 2008, and October of 2011, 2009, only two years, um, over 36 million digital singles were sold. That's bananas. So that's just the first two seasons. This this Wikipedia page has not been updated since 2011. (laughs) 36 million downloads. That's crazy. Is that... It's and probably I, a I lot. wasn't even paying for that. I don't like. Wait, and that sure. doesn't include those of us who like went onto the like Glee Tunes Live Journal and will be Glee down there <laughs> fully legally. Um, uh, sorry, I paid them later. Them. Yeah. Them <laughs> to use in my education for learning purposes. I learned that I love this song. Um, yeah, it is. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. A, okay. This it's show, good. yeah, this show does on a note um, that is. Good, earnestly. Okay. Okay. Bits, 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 bits. Yes. Bits. Oh yeah. Wait. So where? When did you first see this episode? Where were you? Did you watch it when it came out? Um, I watched it when it first came out, like in that May where they pre-released it, and I had. It was like my 
summer after my freshman year of college, and it made me, like, retroactively, like, nostalgic for a high school experience I had not had. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was very into it. I tried to get multiple people that I knew to watch it, which was a mistake. They really? were not into it. They were not it. into yeah, it. No, and Even though additionally it's made full fun of, of me for being into it. Okay, well, I think if we learned anything, it's that being part of something special makes you special, <laughs> yeah. and they're not special. <laughs> Um, so that was my... Please about opening your heart up to joy or something. Yes, by its very nature. It's very nature. <laughs> they need to open their hearts up to joy. I tried to tell them. I think I watch it live on actual physical television. Right, so In our dorm room. A little background. Robbie and I went to high school together. Um, we went to a very weird boarding high school. It was great. Weird. Yeah, so um, I think I watch it in the O4B it. Commons. Shout out in my Math and Science Academy. <laughs> Um, Which we're going to shout out in every episode individually. And then, or or maybe that's like when it came on in the real time and not the preview time. But either way, yes. I watched it then. You watched it when it came out in the I watched it, I believe, because Robbie told me to. And I remember watching it after, so at 10 p.m. we all had to be locked in our dorms. Um, I remember watching <laughs> it. Isn't that a fire hazard? Well, not, you could... You would be in trouble. You leave in a fire, you would just be in trouble. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Stay in your rooms. We did not release you. We did not release you to this fire. Um, Right, so I watched it one night after we had been checked in, um, and I remember I was G-chatting Robbie about it, and then I got to the end of it and kind of just was like, this is great. I'm really into this. Little did I know that that moment would change my life forever. In a positive or negative way. Negative. No one can say. I would say both. I have mixed but strong in both directions <laughs> feelings about Glee. Well, that's um, the point of the podcast. Yes. We can't make <laughs> yeah, a decision no, now. Well. Um, right, that would be the end of the podcast. Okay, I did some research on what was happening in the world at large when this premiered, which again, May 19th, 2009. <coughs> uh, nothing happened important on May 19th, 2009. Why would it? But... On May 18th, 2009, mm-hmm. Wayne Allwine, who was one of the voices of Mickey Mouse, uh, died. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Reason why I brought this up. Fun, terrible fact. Um, he was married to another voice actor, a voice actress, uh, who did the voice of Mickey Mouse. No, Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse, which is, I think, disgusting. <laughs> no, I agree. That's fucked up. For your job to be I don't a pair why. of married mice and cartoons, and then you're married in I real life. It. I don't oh, like I don't, it. I like it. <laughs> anyway, he died good riddance. <laughs> Sorry. It was 2009. Okay. The temperature is settled. Um, 2009 was back. So, that's all that happened in the world. So I have a quiz for you guys on some things that have happened to some of the cast members recently. Or, okay. Or that they have made happen to the world. It's been eight years. I'm ready. All right. Which Glee cast member has written a young adult novel entitled, entitled Stranger Than Fan Fiction? Chris Colfer. It's Chris fucking Colfer. <laughs> He's written two He's novels. Two novels. in both. <laughs> well, I, so, okay, I've so read neither. Chris Colfer was was important to us for a time. He was, he was important he to was us. He was important to every gay teenager. We thought that you would marry him and take and he would take us both uh, to the Emmys. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Sorry for telling the world about it. We, I would say that it died right around the time this movie came out, which we did not see. Fair enough. What was it? Struck by Lightning? Struck by Lightning. It's about how he's great. Chris Colfer is funnier than his friends. Chris Colfer was too good for <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah, too good. Never should have known it before he died. That doesn't seem like the plot of the movie. It's the plot of this movie. <laughs> 
Um, which Glee cast member has the same name as a very old basketball player? Which I did not know, and when I googled his name, I briefly thought he I aged would, very quickly. Why would I? This is the of the show. Why would I know this? <laughs> it's Kevin McHale. And... well. <laughs> <laughs> that was really more of a... I have more of a comment than a question. <laughs> um, okay. Which cast member in 2016 gave birth to a child named Jude Jones? Um... Heather Morris? No, Jayma Mays. Good for Jayma Mays. What's she... Is she... Seems like she gave birth. <laughs> she gave birth. I'm sure she's also... I, did, I did not see if she's been acting anything. In a film? No. She was in Pushing Daisies briefly. That's true. It was she lovely. was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She lived in a windmill. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I want to rewatch Pushing Daisies. It's a good show. Um, which cast member is currently on Dancing with the Stars? I watched an episode of Dancing with the Stars recently, and I still could not tell you this. It's Heather Morris, which feels like cheating. Is she, it does. She is, is she one of the dancer and star. No, wait. Is she the dancer or the celebrity, though? The dancer. Or the, the celebrity. celebrity. What the fuck? Right? You can't have dancers. Although, so I fell into this, like, rabbit hole of, like, Dancing with the Stars videos. No. And Simone Biles is also on there. And then good. she was on there because Lori Hernandez from was. Fifth Harmony, right? I don't know. Yeah. But Lori Hernandez is an amazing dancer. Yes. I watched... A half an hour of all of her dances, like together. I might be in love with Lori Hernandez <laughs> now. Okay, so Lori Hernandez, if you're listening to this, please find us. Lily has to talk to you. <laughs> I do think it's cheating for gymnasts to be on Dancing with the Stars. Sorry, I explicitly think Agreed. it's cheating for a woman who I believe has worked Is a with Beyonce. Professional. She's a professional dancer, dancer and yeah. I, I do believe she came. They brought her in to teach the single ladies dance yeah. to them because yeah. she had worked with me. She toured with yes. Beyonce, maybe. Yes. Okay, um, well, okay. Heather Morris, the most beautiful woman in the world. Is that accurate? Okay, well, I was like 16 and decided I was gay because of Heather Morris. I mean, I think she's lovely. I just, I don't know if I would use that particular superlative. That's fair. I think I'm thinking less of how she looks and more of how she dances, which is which is bewitching. Oh my god, yes. I also watched a video of her, and she's, she's a joy to watch. She's a joy a to joy. watch. A pleasure. Well, I'm glad she's not dancing with the stars. Good for her. And those are all the quiz results that I have Okay. I thought it would be fun for you to guess what Diana Agron's latest Instagram post might be about. Is I'm it, looking is at it, it her now. Cap? It is her cap. No. It is Taylor Swift. No. It is baking. You will never guess is what this is. Is it a blonde is. man she's dating? No. Is it a podcast okay, she's wait, listening to? I'll give you... Is it a... Close. Sub- you're warmer. It's, it's a book. What book do you think it is? The Mothers. No. Good guess. <laughs> you're on the right... It's a little okay. more... Newer than that. She's like on top of it. Newer? I was going to say Betty for Dan, so. (laughs) (laughs) You have to just tell us. No, wait, I want to guess one more. I want to guess one more. Um, No, I have no idea. It's The Rules Do Not Apply by Ariel Levy. Oh. Like, very. She's like on top of her. Diana Aaron continues to read despite not being ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Congratulations, Diana. Diana Please come on our podcast. In the inaugural episode, for the inaugural episode, what are you. Assuming we genuinely watch every episode of the Xbox. And I will. And we will. <laughs> For sure. What are you most looking forward to getting to, episode-wise? <laughs> I'm sorry, that's true, though. Like, I'm just kidding. So, the, the, the reason the show is so important to me is that it, um... I'm embarrassed to say this. It generally makes some strides yeah, in the way that... <laughs> it genuinely makes some cool strides in the way the gay teens are portrayed on television. Yes, sure. And I'm excited to get to that because I think that's where the real meat of the show is. Um, once they abandon kind of this really interesting, you know, suburbs culture or whatever, whatever they've got going on in the pilot. And just really um, get to the important thing, which is the gay teens. I would have been interested to see more of this. They just don't keep it up and that's kind of disappointing. But the thing that does feel cool to me is gay teens. Yeah, I'm excited on a sincere level to get to, like, Teenage Dream and all of the, the lesbian stuff after that. <laughs> and I'm also excited when they go to New York 
I'm it excited. Goes like that's when it really goes off the rails. It does for sure. <laughs> it is not great. They're giant Williamsburg loft. <laughs> they ride a bike around it. They ride a bike. They don't have it. jobs. They don't have jobs. Uh, I'm looking forward to Don't Rain on My Parade. Oh, yes. That was extremely formative for me. It really was. As a person. I texted you guys the other day, because my, like, new office mate, we were, like, were, like, deciding what to listen to in the office, and I was, it was, she, like, mentioned that song, and I was like, and she was like, should we listen to the Glee version or the Barbara version? And I was like, I think we're friends. Yeah, I think we're friends, and I can tell it's you. such a good song. I, yeah, so by Gay Teens, I also genuinely mean that Naya Rivera and Chris Culver pull off some of the best performances oh, sure. on this show. Oh, my God. The Naya Rivera's Valerie is... As well as that Adele mashup. The Adele mashup, the Adele mashup. slaps him at the end. Yeah. Yes. The rumor I'll has it, um, someone like someone you. like you mashup is incredible. Kurt Hummel doing "Is If We Never Said Goodbye" is particularly oh. affecting. Um, I'm just really genuinely excited to get like into performances. Yeah, there were that, there, this there episode... were so many performances. I'm genuinely looking forward to seeing because I just wanted oh, it to be a nice musical, musical so show. Early. I just wanted to see a nice show. Well, I wish it just had more numbers. Yeah. <laughs> if we didn't have to deal with the fucking horrible plot points, the show would have been better. But you do need the plot points to give emotional weight. Fine. To numbers. Um, it's a dilemma. <laughs> quick question: What do we think Brian Murphy is doing right now? Listening to looking at, looking at looking at all of his hats. Um, admiring them. Yeah, he's 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 directing feud. He's directing feud. Have any of you watched he's feud? He's giving no. gossip mags for another uh, lady fight. He can make a TV show out of. Didn't he already pick the second one? No. Feud. I would not have remembered. He it. did. No, he did. I forget what it is though. Too. I forgot that it was. Is it Bill and Monica? Oh uh, no, he's no. doing something with them though. But that's Ooh, not feud. Because no. he's doing is... Bill and Monica. He's not going to handle that well. What? <laughs> you can think Ryan Murphy, America's least tactical bear. Yikes. Um, no, now it's going to bug me which, which feud he's doing next. Google that, it now. Google it now on the air. <laughs> I'm not going to wait. Prince Charles and Princess Diana. No. Yeah. Fake. No. It's, it's in Vanity Fair. <laughs> I trust Vanity Fair. Oh, God. I will, I will for sure watch that and hate everything. I don't watch any Ryan Murphy productions anymore because I've been burned so badly by Glee. And was, American Horror Story Coven. American Horror Story Coven, which I wanted to like because I, I mean, I'm, I'm an American person. I like Jessica Lange deeply. I don't. I'm sorry. Does that mean I'm un-American? A little Honestly, bit. yes. <laughs> I um, was obsessed with Princess Diana when I was a kid after she died, so. So you're really going to be the uh, target audience for Feud Season 2. <laughs> We're done. We're done. God, I hope so. Feud season two out on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't stop believing on iTunes, though, for sure. It's actually genuinely good. Watch it on Hulu. Watch it on Hulu. I'm I'm yelling noises because Moose, Moose, who is my cat, is sniffing the microphone. Hey, buddy. Which is not good. You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. You're a perfect cat.